0: We have an anonymous patron who wants me to tell you that Rosenbrand Presents Last Heart Left is sponsored by the Drakengard speedrunning community. Last Heart Left is coming to you pre-recorded on January 25th, 2020. Getting tired of playing or speedrunning bad games such as Yik? Why not try Drakengard 1 or 3? You say, I can't play Drakengard 1 without being drunk and making poor life choices? Well, they have a category for that. Wanna watch those runs? Check out Drunk Percent on the Drakengard1 speedrun.com page. The games are mostly moderated by MASH and Rod1400, who will check out run submissions as soon as they can. Dragon Guard 1 and 3, available to be ran on PlayStation 2 or 3 respectively, either on actual console or emulator. Disclaimer Dragon Guard 3, 60 FPS mod, for use on PS3 emulation, still in discussion to be accepted on the leaderboards. If you're at all interested in supporting Last Heart Left, check out patreon.com forward slash Rosenbrand and look at the details there. Thank you very much to the anonymous patron who is supporting us this month. Hello everyone, my name is Rosin, and welcome to another exciting episode of Last Heart Left. I'm here today, joined by none other than Antinomi. Hello. Who you may remember from, uh, actually a lot of things at this point, but if, you've only, if you're if you starting with this podcast, compared to the other ones we've done, Antinomi showed up in episode one, and I think only episode one, yeah, because you definitely did not talk... To to us about saga that never happened (laughs) um we're here to talk about other obscure japanese bullshit though so um some
1: ways more
0: and less obscure than saga yeah so i guess let's get into it and do you have any do you have any prior history with the sakura wars or Fucking, I'm pronouncing it poorly now. Sakura Wars or Sakura Tyson series, whatever you prefer to call it. I usually always Sakura Tyson, but surprisingly, I do have some history with. it Oh shit! I was not expecting this answer. Actually,
1: please continue. <laughs> okay, so when I was a little tiny antinomi, I used to watch like tsunami on Cartoon Network. And you guys didn't get this, so we totally got the Sakura Tyson anime Cartoon Network dub. What the fuck? Yes. We totally got it. It was dubbed as La Guerra de Sakura, which translates in English to Sakura's War. More than Sakura Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's really good. <laughs> uh, and I honestly don't remember much of it. I remember like liking it. But I kind of just watch it like as a thing in the background while well, I was I guess I don't know if I don't know if a teen I think I guess I was a teenager, but it was like gone from my memory until we got the trailer for Shin Sakura Taisen, the new game that came out in Japan, and it's not here yet on PS4. And like, oh, this sounds fucking familiar. And then I I started looking into the series and found out that they were working on a fan translation for the first game.
0: I um don't really have all that much history with the series. I knew that it had a like really dedicated like cult following here in some like really hardcore like import circles and the only thing I really knew about it other than that was I remember seeing Nintendo Power ads back in the day. Um, that's the magazine for those of you who are young and don't remember what print magazines for video games are um where they were hyping up the um i think it was was it sakura tyson 5 that came out yes uh, uh, sakura tyson 5 was the one that we
1: finally got and we got it five years after the release in japan yes
0: and also so it came out in japan on ps2 and then when they brought it over five years later for america they made a wii port that no other region got
1: yes Uh, we also got the ps2 version and what's funny is that the ps the the wii version only has like the garbage english dub for the game while the ps2 version has two discs
0: one one with the english dub and one with the japanese dub yeah, and it's available at my local game store for eighty dollars, and every time I walk in I'm like You're no. fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll just emulate you. That's that's mm-hmm. a lot of money. Yeah. For a sealed copy of that. Um I was just impressed to see that in my local area. Uh but yeah, other than that, I didn't really ever know it was a thing. Uh to truth be told, I kind of always just assumed that at least some of these games had been fan translated already, and I just didn't, like, care to look. It's I was insane really to shocked. think,
1: and I think it shows how fucking crazy the Revolutionary Garutina fandom is. The Otina visual novel for the Saturn is translated, and this shit isn't
0: until, like, a few months <laughs> ago. It's, um. Yeah, it. And also, it sounded like that whole thing was just a. A journey to get this made because from what i understand um this has the same thing that i feel like a lot of like visual novel type games have from this time where it's like oh it came out on the saturn then it came out on the pc and then like there's just a billion ports and it sounds like there were two teams that started independently from one another one was working on the old pc version and apparently that was a technical nightmare and they ended up giving part of their work or like helping out with the saturn um, people, and then a bunch of random other people from just the um the same type of ROM hacking scene, uh, started pitching in and editing and doing a bunch of passers and stuff too. And it seems like this just became this weird giant collaborative effort that uh, finally kind of bore its fruit. Uh, last month when it uh, finally came out after. I think it was something like people have been waiting for this for like 23 years for people to yeah. <laughs> finally be able to play this in English, and that's just ridiculous to think about. It's kind of crazy that we finally got it in a way and we're still missing three other games. Yeah, and uh, I'm curious, because I know the one thing with this series is... um, I I was like, okay, let me look into this, because I I feel like at some point... One of these has to be, like, oh, okay, this is, like, a a good jumping-on, like, alternate continuity thing. And I think the answer to that is actually no. Like, they're all just sequels to the same storyline, including some of the shows which take place between the games. But, yeah, I'm just surprised because you never see that anymore for something as long-running. Like, this is gonna be coming close to, like, probably 25 years or something at this point, and it's... It's just one continuous story, it looks like, and they never really rebooted or I remade mean, it, or anything it, like that.
1: It's weird because... Uh, so getting into it, like the third game is about Ogami, the main character, going to France to train a new crew of girls. And the fourth game is like the two crews coming together to help each other out. So it's still kind of like the same story. Five is a sequel to Four, but... You only meet Ogami. You don't even play as Ogami. You only meet him once, and you only meet Sakura once, and then you go to New York, and just it's kind of on its own independent story. And huh. in the new one, Shin Sakura Wars, uh, it takes I think 15 years after the f- the fifth game, and it's like a it's, it's it's still the same universe. Like you, Sumire is your boss in that game. Huh, so, okay. so, so, yeah, like, it's, like, a big thing in Japan. It's, it's one of those things that we always forget how the Saturn was, like, the hottest fucking shit in the world in Japan and nowhere <laughs> else. But it makes sense for, like, this franchise to be so well-known over there and
0: no one, like, actually gives a shit about it anywhere else. It also gave me a lot of perspective. I was, I was looking up... Um... I was trying to look up some stuff about this earlier in the week just to figure out, like, okay, I want to make sure, like, this isn't one of those things where, like, it has a giant cult following in the West that's like, actually, this is the biggest thing in the world in Japan. And oh yeah, like they isn't. do every single time. Yeah. Yeah, but like, no. Apparently, this was a. I saw somewhere someone cited that at the time this came out in Japan, this was the best-selling Sega first like party property. It's, like at launch. Yeah. Which is mind blowing to me. It, I I don't know. It just gives me some perspective. And also, too, like, when I was younger, because I remember I thought I was hot shit because I had both a PlayStation 1 and a Nintendo 64. I didn't even know the Saturn existed <laughs> until I was way older. In my I mind, it just the from... Dreamcast,
1: like. In me, I just yeah, same. I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
0: it was like Genesis and then the Dreamcast. And then the Dreamcast died. And it's like, well, yeah. Um,. So yeah, honestly, this is probably... I think this is definitely going to be the first Saturn game I beat if I, if I see this through to the end, which I'm planning on it. Um, you were mentioning how like you didn't get
1: how this became so fucking big. Yeah. And I think the reason why is like this feels like the first game I played that was made in a fucking laboratory, in a way. <laughs> it because does, it really does. But because okay, you kinda have like the shonen anime um, like aesthetics of like, like procedure of villain of the week. Like you get your heroines and you fight, you get the mechas. But you also appeal to idol culture by having all the girls be theater performances and I feel that's how they do it. I, I find often that the thing I care the most about this franchise now is seeing all the plays that are online and just watching the girls just singing <laughs> with, with each other. And it,
0: it honestly has a thing going for everyone, and I think that's why it became so fucking big. It, it really is the most... Hybrid ass thing in the world of just like it appeals to military otaku because you're part of the military. They have mecha in there for some reason. It's steampunk. It's a a harem thing or whatever with a bunch of girls that are fighting over your fact. Like it is everything. Yeah. Honestly, it feels like it feels like a parody of Japanese games that would have been on The Simpsons around the same time it came out. It's (laughs) (laughs) also like it's it's clearly i i feel like the target audience
1: the main target audience for this game is very clearly lonely japanese men but it has like <laughs> enough appeal in it to appeal to like all kinds of people you know like i i was um searching along like some old forum post of the sun reddit and there's like there were so many just like yeah, I like this because I uh, I really identify with the girls, right? Or I like this because I I enjoy me some glow ass shonen anime, and it's I think it, they honestly kind of nailed it, and that's why it's so fucking popular.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just a good time. It's it's just a lot of lighthearted, wacky antics every <laughs> single chapter. And even though I just said like it was made on a laboratory, I do feel like the game has like a shit ton of love
1: pour into it yeah i i think how can i say this? like when, when i play the same i don't think they just made the same to make something that
0: sells right it feels
1: like a passion project
0: in a way it does it's um it's really impressive to me because i feel like there are so many different components of it that um like it, it's trying to be so many genres at once that i never feel like It's ever allowed to play too much with any of the different genre stuff it wants to, like, emulate. But at the same time, the character writing is so good that I don't end up caring anyways. Which is pretty impressive, actually.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like... And this... I'm not gonna say Sakuratizen's a perfect game. There's some things in this game I I really don't like. But... When I play this game... Honestly, like, the impression, I got, this is, like, the first time playing, like, a game that I feel like, yo, I'm actually playing an anime. And I think that's, like, a big <laughs> part of it as well. Because the presentation makes it, like, feel like you're actually, like, just playing something on TV that you should be watching instead. Yeah. So, do do you want to get, like, into the game itself now, or...?
0: yeah i think we should we should give like a basic premise for people that i'm assuming a lot of people listening judging by the fact that we got all of two emails <laughs> um, don't know what the fuck this is but have probably heard about it i mean it's in project cross zone and if you're in project cross zone that means you've made your mark on the industry um, but yeah you play as this guy named is it Oda Oda, what's his name again? How do I you always say it? called him. I did not remember his
1: first name. I always just call him Ogami.
0: Ogami. Okay, I wanted to say Oda but yeah, Ogami. And he is like fresh out of whatever Imperial Japan school. It's like the nineteen. It's
1: nineteen twenties.
0: Nineteen twenties. Okay, yeah. That's I wanted to say that, but I don't know my Japanese periods well. That's. Right. <laughs> um, I don't need to so, worry about it. Yeah. So. Um, it's the 1920s in, like, this weird alternate steampunk universe. You're fresh out of Officer Academy, and you get uh, a letter from the higher-up saying, Hey, uh, Ogami, you're going to be part of this special strike force called the Imperial... Um, it's the Imperial Something Troop. The
1: Imperial Flower Troop.
0: The Imperial Flower Troop. But he goes into it thinking it's Imperial Flower Troop, as in T-R-O-O-P, but it's actually T-R-O-U-P-E, and he ends up realizing that he is now uh, basically the commander of this squad that's working undercover as a theater as well as this weird strike force uh, of special women who can power mechs that are steampunk mechs. Yes. There's a lot going on that's, here. That, Yeah, the setting is kind of wild. <laughs> Um yeah,
1: so basically like to sum it up, Ogami ends up being the leader of this squadron of girls who pretend to be theater. I mean they, they, they do plays and and all that shit. But like that's Every a cover up for their their actual organization that tries to like prevent evil forces, usually demons, from taking over the city of Japan, the country of Japan
0: and they're also trying to keep it secret for some reason but every mission where you're in the mech starts with a bunch of civilians running away from exploding buildings and screaming yes. So i do not think they're doing a very good also, job Also
1: like they have to open the city to like get some like ship going and shit so i think you're just not supposed to know that the troop is part of like the organization and that's it
0: Okay, but I was I think, really I confused you got by there,
1: that. I, But they go into it. The reason why they're also like they keep this theater going is to cheer people up through like entertainment and not just saving their assets on on war, like to keep them happy as well.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's kind of cheesy, but I kind of get the idea. Yeah, for that makes perfect sense for this game so far. So I guess we should say I am. I just beat Chapter 5 out of 10, and Antinomi, you've beaten the game, right? Yes, I've beaten the game. Okay. So, um, it's interesting. You have, like, a cast of, well, I guess your main cast, because this also has, like, visual novel dating some elements. And I have seen a lot of people describe this as, like, oh, it's, like, part SRPG, part visual novel. And while that's true, it's... I would feel I this is pretty much just a visual novel. The the, the R- SRPG. The stuff SRPG is elements so light. fucking suck ass. Well, they suck, but also like there's no leveling. There's no, no it's it's the most bare bones basic gameplay like, that Yeah, there's no leveling. You know, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the people that are like that. Anytime there's interactive elements, they want to call a visual novel like a point and click adventure, even though it's clearly not, type thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, it it feels like that. It's like, oh, well, it's also an SRPG, and it's like, in the barest possible sense, that's correct, but it's it's, more of like a strategy game more than an RPG. But again, barely. Yeah. And also, I think the numbers are just kind of bullshit.
1: Uh, I mean, the way, like, I. So the way they like, uh, let's call it the, the, the age of empires part of the game works <laughs> yes. is um so at the so you pretty much do a mission at the end of every chapter sometimes too, and the way you've been interacting with all your your squad members determine how like like happy they are by the by the start of the mission and they're happy there are the big the most damage the more damage they deal the more they can move around, and the more hits they can take. So that's yeah. where most of the numbers come in.
0: Yeah, so, like, that is definitely the the part of it that I feel like, yes, that reflects. But the other thing is, like, I cannot help but notice but. I don't need to be, like... I, the thing I ca- I kept laughing at is, like, I don't need to be told this move does 72 damage because everything just dies in two or three hits yes. anyways. Yeah, <laughs> it's It's, like, these numbers don't matter. It's so fucking funny.
1: The, the RPG, I mean, honestly,
0: like... It will be fine, but everything takes so fucking long to do. Oh, God. The reason we're starting this podcast late is because I was just finishing up a mission where... I was told defeat these enemies that just spawned in, and then what the mission actually wanted from me was to run all the way back to the opposite side of the map <laughs> so I could clear out the other two enemies that I decided to run past because their AI is bad and they just decided to not move. Yeah. Um, it's it's ridiculous. And also, you have, like, all of your units in the uh, combat portion have a special move that you can activate after you filled up a bar. Uh, But you... So you gain the bar through two ways. You either take damage, or you have this rust command where you can... Basically, you can do two different things per battle uh, in general. So what you can do is like you can move and then attack or you can move and defend or you can move and use this rust command to fill up your meter so a lot of the times what will happen in these missions is you clear out the map of the cannon fodder enemies that really don't prevent like i have never lost a unit in any of these battles so far and they're pretty easy they're really easy the only time i ever had like a close call was um That mission where uh, you're fighting the dude with the swastika on his head? I don't don't remember his name, but um, you kind of have to use Iris to pull a switch on the opposite side of the wall, and I had sent the artillery lady over to cover her, and then she got ganged up on, but then immediately I just was able to get myself out of the situation. And also, there are some tiles that are just free heal tiles all throughout the map, and I think they're infinite. Um,
1: yeah, Again, like, they—they, they, I don't think they intended for these sections to be challenging.
0: No, because cause then, yeah, like, what I was about to say, too, is you clear out the map of all the cannon fodder, and then you can just have everyone fill up their super bar, and then just go in and just clean house on the boss. It's yeah, really funny. Yeah, the bosses
1: are pretty easy.
0: Yeah, um, I do, th- there's one thing that is interesting with them, where... Uh, did you, did you play around with the cover command at all that, uh, yes, Ogami yes. has? So, so Ogami yeah.
1: has, like, his special mechanic is that he can protect any of the other five members of the troop, and what this entails is that if someone attacks them, he will, like, jump into action, they will take zero damage, and he will protect them immediately, and that will, like, get you points with the girl you're protecting.
0: yeah. It's, so... like, basically the guard command from the old Final Fantasy games that, like, the night classes had, but also it improves your social link. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> also, if, like, there's an AoE attack and it hits both of you, none of you will take damage if, like, uh, Ogami protects, like, the other troop member.
0: It's, um, it's a very, very good command, and also it's a good way to... Uh, boost up the um, boost up the rakings because I want to make sure that Sakura is the one I end up with, goddammit. And Damn, coward, if you went for vanilla just... like there,
1: what the fuck?
0: Calli- you know what, sometimes vanilla's fine. So, but... <laughs> Sometimes you help a woman deal with her tragic past involving the Russian Revolution, and she just decides to skyrocket to the top, and you gotta put your foot down and say, no, I'm not protecting you in battle. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I like you, I think you're cool, I'm fine with you being at that number two spot, but... Bam. Uh... Actually that's a lie, I think she fell down because I miss she she quotes someone and I was like, I don't know, is that a quote from Napoleon? And then the next time I checked her status it said she was in a terrible mood. So. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> you was... idiot During your fucking <laughs> history. Uh, so now I think Suma uh Sumire is my number two, which I'm also fine with. grey. Yeah, I like how the game is obsessed about how revealing her kimono is, and all it is is she's showing her shoulders. I was laughing my ass <laughs> off. Yeah. No, um, oh, but, yeah. Um, the It's interesting because I feel like the idea so far is that each of the different chapters is kind of giving you... Like, they're kind of character-centric. Sometimes they're shared between a couple characters. But, like, the first chapter, I think, gives you a lot of potential to earn points with uh, Sakura. The second one is all about uh, Korin. Uh, Not the Fire Emblem one. uh, spelled different. Um, And then, like, the third one is all about uh, Maria. The fourth one is all about Iris. Fifth one has kind of the split thing between Kana and um, uh, Sumeray. So it's it's interesting, but also the, th- the only thing I think I've had issue with with this, like the visual novel part of this game is like, I wish there were more possible choices where I can just be nice to people hmm. and not gain romantic points. Because, yeah, like... yeah. I mean,
1: this is a problem with like every video, like fucking Dragon Age has this problem <laughs> as well, which I'm just trying to be nice with people and they take it as they want to fuck them.
0: There is a point in the first chapter I laughed my ass off where, um, Sakura says something like, "I want to see you smile more, like all the way back when we met at Ueno Park." And it's, that happened like t- twenty minutes ago. You are, <laughs> you are really taking this relationship to the whole next level. It was, it was incredible. Sakura uh, is really stalkery in some ways. A, a little bit. Listen, sometimes a random military woman comes up to you and sucks your finger with a boo boo on it. <laughs> oh, I am. <Ayame. laughs> yeah. That scene. Why, is why that... did she do that? <laughs> I think,
1: like, it is explained later. To, like, not explained, but there's an. Imp- the, you kind of get the reason why. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like the first disc is like focus on each chapter focuses on like one of the girls, and you start dating the girl on the second disc,
0: okay, I'm assuming, and I'm assuming that status screen where it literally ranks them in numbered order is is your standing with them, right, yeah, pretty much, okay, I figured, yeah, it's um. It, it's a it's a nice healthy cast of characters the only character i don't like is iris yeah
1: so i was <laughs> like
0: nine yep
1: okay now to be further towards the game if you go like the Irish route is completely platonic
0: that's good but yes fuck. but
1: still she should not be in this game
0: so, let's can we talk about Chapter 4, which is just the worst thing?
1: Okay, let's get this one out of the way real quick. Then we can talk about, like, maybe the other chapters. But... Yes,
0: because this is, like, a blemish on an otherwise really good, like, thing so far. Um, chapter 4 starts with... It's Iris's birthday. She's turning 10, and she wants to go out with you on, like, a date. And it's like, oh, haha, like, little girl is, like, has crush on adult man or whatever. And it's... You can't weasel your way out of it. Any time you try to be like, you're a chi- You're literally a child. The she has a temper tantrum, and you lose a bunch of points with her, and she like <laughs> gets really pissed off, and then that results in debuffs in battle. And then you also like start. You also, if you push it hard enough, like I did, you start to get to this point where like the other like girls are like. I mean, dude, she's like almost an adult. And it's like, what? No! Yeah, <laughs> oh, I never
1: got to that part. Like, yeah, damn.
0: Like, <laughs> M- M- Maria's like, dude, you need to stop treating her like a child. Like, she's getting up; that she's almost in a, she's gonna be an adult soon. You need to start like treating her like that. I'm like, no, she's sad. <laughs> Fuck off, Maria. It's I mean, I so think the, the way it's intended is as in, like we can't keep like protecting Iris,
1: but yeah, yeah. So, it doesn't come off the right way at
0: all. Yeah, and, like, the the one thing I will say is that, at the very least, I was happy that the game mostly was kind of going the route of every time I was like, no, this is gross, at least the characters are saying, "You, you need to stop acting this forward with people, you are a literal child talking to an adult. The one thing is that when finally that chapter's like arc resolves and you finally get her to calm down, even if it's like, oh, okay, like it, you cannot say you're dating me. That is fucked up and wrong. The main character still gives her a kiss on the forehead and the game treats it like the most fucking... Uh, it's so gross. It's very yeah, bad.
2: Than... It's not <laughs>
0: Other than that, I am... Happy with how the and also, too, like, fucking this is this motherfucker is like needs to be read nursery rhymes if to like go to bed properly, and also has a fucking teddy bear named Jean Paul. Jean Paul, so, yeah, <laughs> um, it's yeah, I not a fan, not a fan of the of chapter four, yeah, but well, okay, I will say though, there is a part after you get Iris to stop being. Uh, an angry child, and you get her to calm down, and you have the fight of the chapter. Um, the boss, who is named Rasetsu, um, which was way too close to my name for comfort, especially because he has a swastika engraved on his forehead. <laughs> Damn, um, that's <laughs> telling, bro.
1: What the fuck are you up to?
0: Yeah. Uh, and also, too, I wrote this down because the game kept saying Every time you fucking start a boss fight, you know because it's just an NPC on the map going, uh Kili <laughs> Vajra, so fucking specific um it's the same chant every time no but anyway so fucking that neo-nazi dude is over here and he's behind this barricade and you need to because also,
1: for the one guy in the comment that's writing this we know it's not actually the fucking nazi sign and it's like a really yes, symbol. but shut the fuck up we know it's okay. uh, yes
0: <laughs> listen listen sometimes things get spoiled forever yeah and, and they're just not the same anymore yeah <laughs> It's a fucking swastika, get over it. Um, so and if you're really if you really want to test me on this, please go get a tattooed on your forehead and then ask your employer about it. I'm sure they'll be thrilled. Um no, so <laughs> so yeah, so, fucking Neo-Nazi, dude, is behind this barricade, and you have to use Iris' uh, special ability, which is that instead of just walking when she needs to move tiles, she actually just teleports so Which she can makes walls it go stuff.
1: way faster, which I appreciate, I don't have to watch someone walk. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, um, it's something. Uh, and also, you can hold down the A button to make the walk go faster, it's not fast enough. It's not it's fast enough at all, yeah. Um... So you need to get her to teleport over so that she can hit a switch, but in the meantime, after your first turn, uh he the boss asks you like, oh hey so so which one of these ladies do you have the hots for?" And then whoever you answer, he'll like teleport over so that she's stuck with him in like the confined boss arena until you can make your way over and like open the gate. Uh, which actually worked out great for me because I used the cover ability on uh, like I always just start by using cover on Sakura, so I was like, "Oh, Sakura!" and then she gets warped over, and it was just like, "Okay, I have eight turns where she's just not taking any damage, yep. and our social link is going up. <laughs> um, let's let's make this work." And then you get the moment where the gate opens up and everyone fucking charges in and just bums like bum rushes the boss. It was really good. I was that, that was a. Really interesting take on the boss fight. There's some, like, um, cool ideas behind the missions. It's just that
1: everything takes so fucking long, it's hard to appreciate them.
0: Yeah, and it's... It's so obvious what you're supposed to do every time, too. Yeah. Um, I, I will
1: say, though, speaking of Sakura, yo, she fucking screams her lungs out when she does her ultimate attack. Oh my god, It yeah,
0: that was something... Like everyone picture. else gets like a quip, and she just screams and then shoots a flaming like line across the set of tiles.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. How do you feel about the weird rotoscope sprites for all of the units? I don't like them. I, I mean, think it's a product grew, of the time, I, I, but I, it's not a good aesthetic. But like, I grew to like
1: it as time went on. The donkey Kong <laughs> I guess. I guess it looked better back in the day.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, Majin, Majin Tensei Rond had the same thing going on, if I if I can remember correctly. and That was another fantastic SRPG Hello? from the... Hello? Oh, did I die? Uh, I think I died. Oh, okay. No, I was just saying Majin Tensei Rond had the same aesthetic, and we all know that was a fantastic game around the same time <laughs> yeah, period.
1: O- overall, I don't think it looks great now, but <laughs> I-, I don't mind it, personally.
0: For the time, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, the Saturn always, I feel, like, struggles in that department compared to its contemporaries, so I gave it, I can give it a pass. Uh, and I mean, like, the actual visual novel scenes look great, in my opinion. I'm surprised. I mean, the thing about, like,
1: the cutscenes are compressed as fuck because of the Sega Saturn, but yeah.
0: when, like, you ignore that, they're very pretty. Also, speaking of the FMVs, I Strangely enough, because I didn't think this would be a problem, because I know that you had issues with the FMVs with like weird audio compression and shit like that. Yeah. And like you just assumed it was your computer. Same issue, like same exact issue on mine. Oh
1: man, that's unfortunate.
0: So I think it's just a problem with the emulator, which sucks. But... Yeah. It's not. It's not too bad in the actual game. The opening FMV though is
1: miserable. <laughs>
0: which is a shame because it's such a good opening
1: cream as well.
0: Yeah, it is. So to be fair, this um this translation patch is confirmed for him to work on actual hardware, too, so if yes. you're, like, one of ten people out there who own a Saturn and you want to burn the discs, you can make it work. And I said, um, go for
1: it, because and again, I, I, I bet the, the anime scenes look actually pretty on, a, on, like, a CTR, CRT, so...
0: Yeah. And also, too, I guess the one the one other thing to note, um, I don't, like, this doesn't bother me at all, but it is worth noting, and the readme for the fan translation patch uh, acknowledges it, too, when you're, when you're, your units take Damage in battle, um, the the sprites kind of like fuck up and like glitch out. Um, it doesn't look that bad, honestly. At first, I thought it was intentional yeah. until I read the readme. Um, but but apparently they're working on a fix for it. But like, it is the most minor issue like, in the Like honestly, world.
1: besides like those issues and a few typos, the translation is pretty fucking good. So
0: yeah. It's, um... I'm happy they didn't go for honorifics. Apparently, they, like, made that, like, a goal. Yeah,
1: yeah. so Iris calls you each because, of course, she fucking does. So, yeah. but, So instead, with the translation, they went for... Because she's French, they went for Montferré. I probably mo- pronounced that like shit.
0: Yeah. And it's, st- it's I'm stuff happy like that, that with everyone. everyone. Yeah, like, Corin calls you chief instead of whatever that would have been. And, yeah, just, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which I, I always prefer one they go that route because I always feel like just, like, tacking on the, you know, like, honorifics and stuff. Never. I, but, but I, I, I was I never a like of that it, in right, any yeah. game I've played. So, um... This month's episode of Last Heart Left is also brought by an anonymous patron who simply wanted me to say, trans rights are human rights, which, frankly, folks, you don't even have to pay me to say, but I appreciate the support regardless. Thank you for supporting the show, Anonymous Patron, and for spreading a message of love. Back to the show. Yeah, I mean, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Because, like, well, I guess I will say Chapter 5 is extremely good, because it's, like, two characters explore a haunted mansion who aren't getting along. It's a highlight, honestly. It's very good, and then you find out, like... Just the best running gag of you find out that both these characters who are having a heated moment between each other have very similar childhood trauma and also fears from their childhood involving poisonous animals. Yeah, it is very funny.
1: I that that was like the episode that Sol Sumire because she's such a bitch sometimes, <laughs> but
0: but she's so good though. I love her. Did you did you do the swimming pool thing with her? Yes, early I, on? Did, I did. Okay. There's a point where she's just swimming in a pool with mines for training, and then she almost drowns, and you need to play a mini game to save
1: her. Yes, it's very dumb. Like, it's, make, it's make sure weird. to stretch before going to the pool. That's the lesson.
0: And um, there's yeah, there's like a lot of random weird mini game stuff. Did you play the card game with Corin? Yes, I did. Yeah, I barely understood how the fuck that worked, but I played... It took
1: me a while, because once you beat the game, you unlock like a free day forever, and the final resolution of that free day is that you're going to have a tournament against all the girls on that game.
0: Oh, damn.
1: And I finally understood how to play that goddamn awful game. (laughs) I'm sorry if someone in China likes that card game, but that, that shit's fucking garbage.
0: I I was I was having some I was having some difficulty wrapping my head around and I got my ass kicked. Um yeah, that was that was sure something. Um but yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's anything that you wanted to bring up because i feel like i kind of covered just the fact like my main highlights right now are like chapter four was really bad chapter five was extremely good and more than made up for it
1: <laughs> yeah uh, i i will say um one of like the things that did, did not fix chapter five but not chapter five, chapter four but like it had some like background to it so later on in the game there's an optional scene which is my favorite part of the game in which you go to a room right and yeah. and she's not there, so you can read like these. Uh, she, one in one of her books, she starts writing like everything that. What's the name of the chief of, of your boss? I forgot.
0: I don't know. Like your boss, pretty much name. Like, she, like she, general, she, whatever his name is. Yeah,
1: she writes everything that like the general and her have to do in the background while you do all of that. And she has like one for each mission. And they have like the order if like Iris keeps going out of control, they have to fucking kill her.
0: Jesus Christ! Like they
1: actually just have to fucking kill her if she does like what if, if an extra tantrum. And when Maria deserted to like deal with the other with the dude that was like the, the enemy of that chapter, they they had to go and apologize to the prime minister and the emperor for that personally. So you kind of get like the context that those two kind of have to deal with all like the shit that's so happening. And they're keeping it to themselves just so that, like, you and the girls, like, don't, like, can have a good time from time to time in the the middle. I
0: I like that a lot, too, because, like, the game already kind of has that thing where, oh, this guy's, like, just drunk all the time and doesn't do anything, but, like, seems really good at what he does when he's, like, in the moment. So I I like that they at least have that, too. Yeah.
1: Um, Because, what was I going to say? I... That yeah, that, that was a scene I like, kind of solidified for me. Um, other than that, trying to think of, I, I didn't really care much for the Koran chapter. Like she's fine, I guess, but Koran's not like my favorite character, honestly.
0: No, I don't trust anyone who makes things that constantly explode. Yeah, on accident. Uh,
1: the Maria chapter was good, but I never got why she was so ashamed of her past.
0: I think she blamed, she blamed herself for. Someone dying in war.
1: Yeah, her, cha- her captain. She blamed herself. But, like. Yeah. I don't know why it had to be a secret.
0: But. Because she's ashamed she's not a good enough soldier.
1: Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'll say, though, even though the characters, like, are pretty. They're. I don't want to say. What's the name? They're tropes. Like, each character is a trope, honestly. Like, Sakurai is your. The world manner or Japanese lady. Sumire yeah. is your o- Osho-sama. Kana is a tomboy. Not Ka- Yes, yes. Kana is a tomboy. Koran is like the smart girl. Uh, Maria is like the mature woman. And fucking Iris is an abomination of Japanese lady. Uh, Iris is
0: the problem. Yeah, this
1: is the problem. But like, they're all very likable. Yeah. They... they, they, they and, again, once you date them, like, they each of them gets a really flesh out, so that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's, um, and, like, they all get really good, like, scenes and, like, interactions with each other, like, Kana and, um, Maria go back because they're the oldest members uh, of it. Um, like, Sakura always seems to, like, be kind of, like, big sister style to, like, Iris and making sure that she's being, like, taken care of and shit like that, like, you got the whole thing with Sumire and Kana never getting along. Uh, or Sumire and anyone, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> she, she just kind of like, gets on everyone's nerves, it's funny. She thinks um, she's such shit, and I love her for that. I really enjoyed the thing that kinda seemed to get dropped from the start of the game, where she just constantly keeps making fun of Sakura for being from the country. <laughs> yeah. Like, big, mo- big mood can relate. Um, no. See, that's my thing, because... I think Sakura is the perfect choice for me in this game because okay. because like I'm I'm not down with like complete gremlinness, but like she's just enough of a gremlin, but also has enough of a resp- sense of responsibility. You're both new together, so you can bond over that. It's just sometimes vanilla's a good choice, you okay, know. Okay,
1: that's fair. <laughs> that's okay.
0: Oh. so mary's good too i really enjoy her introduction scene where she just assumes you're a servant That's oh very yeah very funny and she wants you to pick up a fucking fork which is like <laughs> <laughs> talk about petty i love it it's so she's funny. so
1: extra i love her
0: yeah kana is just woman ryu she's woman she's nice though i appreciate
1: that kana like um when you have conversations with her, like, she seems to, like, be the one that's most done to earth from time to time.
0: Oh, yeah. She she is definitely the one that's the most grounded and, like... I mean, aside from what she gets into it with sumerage like, she seems to be the one that has, like, the rational head on her shoulders when she needs to.
1: Yeah. And Maria is, like... She's weird, because at the end I was on a... Yo, I have to date Maria. She's king with a gun. And... Like, I I bet, like, if you do, like, her route, she has more to go on, but she's honestly just kind of there. She's kind she's, she's like...
0: She's there to tell everyone that we have food at home when they pull up to McDonald's. Yes,
1: honestly, that's, that's her character, we have food at home.
0: Because, I'm not gonna lie, I think it's extremely funny that you said this, because the first time I saw that character, I was like... This woman has very antinomy energy. And then the more I played, I was like, okay, maybe not. Yeah, because I'm like, yo, <laughs> this is the one, right? But then she doesn't yeah. really do much.
1: And I'm sad because of that.
0: So wait, who did you end up going for? I went
1: with Samira at the end. Okay, that makes sense. is yeah. good.
0: There's like, yeah,
1: you don't mind like some spoilers, right? I so you're not doing no, there I... right? like, There's like a moment where like you go through like a, re- a big crisis with your crew. So you go to like a training arc. And so you, Maria, uh and Sakura like go train out, go train, so does Kana. Uh, Coran starts like working on making the robots better. Iris is fucking sleeping because she's 12 and she has to rest up. And and Sumira like she just goes partying all the time. She just goes party, party, party. And at some point, like Ogami can go, yo, what the fuck? Why didn't you do anything? You know, like this is a big crisis and she gets, like, she says, well, it's the only thing I'm good at, and she goes away. And then you find out that what she was actually doing was, like, gathering money from, like, all the rich people and, like, doing, like, donation parties and everything so you could get, like, more budget to help, like, uh, run Cor- with the robots and shit. And, like, that's, like, a moment that kind of solidifies. Yeah, this, this character is fucking good, actually, because she's, like, a bit of, like, <laughs> for lack of other words, she can be a bit of a bitch from time to time, but she actually do care cares about what's going
0: on yeah and I mean like even that I really enjoyed the the fifth chapter because Kana even talks a little bit like I know she can be a lot at times but like the reason for it is like she's actually like really lonely and probably hurting more than any of us probably understand i like yeah I like like that makes sense yeah and so. like
1: w- when she feels she's going to it says yo, yo please take care of like because she's like strong but she's like a fucking idiot so and i don't want, yeah, her, shit. I don't want her to die and shit. so yeah i think cute.
0: she says something that's explicitly like she needs someone more mature than her in her life or something yeah. like that like goddamn. <laughs> uh but so yeah the girls like are uh, i feel like
1: sumira sakura and kana are the ones that get like the most development from what i've done yeah Um, it's
0: um yeah it's it's good it's just oh i don't know if i want to say wholesome but i mean like it it okay so another
1: problem i have with this game is that it's a problem that you can completely avoid but i feel you can be really horny if you want to oh yeah
0: you don't so there is definitely that scene after you save Sumeray from drowning where like she's like okay i'm gonna like go like get prepared or whatever then go to bed or whatever and like the game if you like go around the corner the game presents you the options with like oh i think she's showering i can peep on her right now and i was like nope, no, no please, yeah exactly
1: exactly <laughs> like i know the game can be way more horny than i played it as so that's a thing to keep in mind too it's fine that it's completely avoidable i guess
0: Yeah, well, also, I mean, the other thing, too, is, like, there are times where you'll be, like, meeting up with a character, um, especially if they ever change clothes for whatever reason. Like, the game gives you this thing where you can hover the cursor over different parts of the character portrait and, like, look at different aspects of the character. And, obviously, there's always the one where it's like, oh, you can look at their boobs and the fucking character has an internal comment about it or whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm really
1: hoping this is some 90s shit and the new game doesn't have that much of that.
0: I... I See, I was wondering at some point, because, like, I did it twice, and I was wondering, like, is there going to be a point where, like, the character notices and, like calls you out on it because i was hoping that would be a thing and i was disappointed both times so i stopped doing it yeah <laughs> um, yeah that's like another but that's like the other thing like like i don't like how the same honestly yeah it's not great um and like just there there seems to be no consequences for doing that and it's like eh. yeah but, um the 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 one thing that um like because also to it I, I at first I was kinda like, Oh, okay, like these are dumb fan service scenes or like these are this is like a weird dumb fan service mechanic thing or whatever, but then I realized like if you click on like like if a character has a new outfit and like you click on it or whatever, like you start a conversation about like the outfit or like what's going like it leads to different conversations and stuff too, so like you can't totally ignore it. Like you need to like Yeah talk about it. Or also too, like even you get some exposition like, Oh, I can see that like I mean, obviously, it's the same type of portrait that you have been seeing, but it's like, oh, I can see that this character, like, there's a little bit of worry in their eyes, or, like, they seem a little anxious, and you c- you can get, like, a better understanding of the character by, like, looking at, like, different physical indicators and stuff like that, but also, like, it- it's entwined with this, like, oh, you can look at their cleavage, and the main character gets really hype about it, and it's yeah. like, oh, you like this. O- Gami's such a fuckboy. He really is. He's
1: such a fuckboy. Jesus Christ.
0: Well, I mean, even too, like, when Corin joins the team, you talk to Sumeray about it, and, like, one of the dialogue options is, like, I hope she's cute. And if you, like, I save stated and chose that one just to see what the fuck happens. And she's like, do you, do you, do you have to be like this? <laughs> like, it's, it's funny. Um,
1: um, yeah, so, like, another cool thing yeah, about this game is how like before every mission there's a time where you can just go around and see the girls and like you don't have enough time to check on all the girls but if you want to talk to the one that you care about you can go and do so and one really cool scene is like if you go at night at the theater you'll see like sakura training like yeah and and then you can bring that up in the next conversation that you have with her
0: yeah i liked that a lot i thought that was that was a cool detail
1: yeah and, and stuff like that like constantly pops up in the game i think that's very cool
0: I also, I thought it was really interesting how, um, the game does this interesting thing, because, like, you're all, you're all living in, like, this, like, um, like, there's basically, like, a bunch of individual, like, dorm rooms or whatever at the second floor of the theater, and the game does, like, kind of an interesting thing with, um... Like, you can, like, at first, if you want to talk to someone, you kind of, like, knock on their door, and, like, they come out, and you just talk in the hallway or whatever, but as you start to, like, become closer and closer friends with them, like, they'll invite you inside their room, and then, like, the character kind of, like, I mean, like, honestly, like, the art does a good job of presenting it as is, but it also, um, like, Ogami will kind of internally comment on, like, oh, this person's room is a lot messier, a lot cleaner than I thought it would be. Yes. just, like, kind of highlights, like, different aspects of their personality and kind of how they choose to organize their living space in a way that I thought was pretty well handled, too. I was worried it was going to be, like, oh, we're going into Sakura's room, and it's actually, like... No, it's just, like, oh, it it shows a little bit more of the character, like, kind of how they choose to live in their, like, private space, and I'm like, oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah, each of, like, the rooms kind of represent the personality of the characters. Like, Sumire's is very... It's a very fancy looking room. Sakura is very simple. like uh, I guess rustic will be a way, or like Japanese rustic. Yeah. Iris is the, the room of a nine year old because she's nine and she shouldn't be in the game. Koran
0: looks like it's about to start on fire any second. Yeah,
1: like Tana's is very. Like, she, has, she has like. She's, she's pretty much a shim because <laughs> like, she, she can train. And uh, Maria is like very simple because she's like a a very non bullshit woman in a way. Yeah. So they do a good show at like expanding the personalities of the characters, despite them being like a like not stereotypes, so, again like tropey characters. Yeah. The cast is very likable. I, I even like I like Ayame a lot too. I like the boss a lot.
0: Yeah, every like all the side characters, It's I don't know if I just have not been going down this route, but like, I have not been interacting with that gift shop person at all. I don't know if I've just not been, I've been missing out on scenes or or You, one, only, you like... can buy
1: like photos of the girls there, and you can buy one a day, and that's kind of it.
0: Okay, I, I, I haven't done any of that yet. So it's just funny because the game introduces, like, oh yeah, like, I run the gift shop, and then I just, like, I think I talked to her, like, once after in a different scene, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, something I'll say though that I feel is very weird,
1: and I don't know how intentional this was, and you'll see it more once you get to, like, the ending of the game. I feel like Ogami is actually just in love with Ayame. And
0: I've kind of been picking up on that. <laughs>
1: like, he's just in love with Ayame, and it's more of, like, a story of of him realizing he can't be with her and goes with another girl, I guess. I don't know, it's kind of weird.
0: So, this is, this is weird, but the thing I kept thinking of is, like, that is literally a thing that shows up, like, one for one in the original Gundam, where, like, this hot, like, military official lady comes out, And, like, Amuro gets this, like, big massive crush, and then, like, he very quickly realizes, like, this is not gonna work out. I need to stop thinking about this. Yeah. Um,
1: Stuff like that kind of pops up as well, and I wonder how intentional that
0: was. Yeah. I I think that was just a thing where it's, like, oh, he definitely finds her, like, extremely attractive, but, like, I don't know if there's... I think that's just like, oh, there's, like, an attraction there, but I don't know how much he, like, actually cares, cares about her compared to, like, the option you choose. I guess it'll I'll find out more when I go deeper into the game, but I still think it's extremely weird that the very first meeting you have with her she decides to suck on your fingers. Yeah, it's it is, weird.
1: It's kinda weird. Not gonna lie. It is not
0: how you introduced yourself <laughs> to the How you feel you about the antagonists. Um, they are the most like I like crew of bad guys that you would run into from like something you'd rent from the VHS shop yes. from a 90s anime. It's so fucking funny.
1: I think like that like all of like the because the story is like very generic. No, Not like very generic but it's very generically tall I guess. And like the villains yeah. look like 90 villain anime pack that they they got from somewhere. It really does. But, like, I feel that kind of improves it in a way, way, because it gets me on, like, this, like, 90s anime
0: mood. Like, yeah, because, like, there's the big guy, there's, like, the sexy evil chick, there's the the weird creepy child and then there's the very clear rival who is definitely gonna do some shit later in the story named satan, satan. <laughs> yes okay know well, my third complaint
1: about sakura tyson <laughs> <laughs> the last two hours of that game get extremely
0: studio christian it's kind of insane oh that just goes to show how 90s it is <laughs> like honestly it's fucking... It's like just a random conversation. They're like, ah, oh, Rasetsu is Satan. Satan, and it's like Jesus. yes. I <laughs> wonder what this guy's gonna do later in the story. I wonder if he's a bad a bad apple. Who's, all, oh who's constantly
1: complaining about his boss all the time and how he's gonna see you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And also who you fight in the tutorial mission and then he's like, huh. I guess I'm going to have to save you guys for later. And it's like, oh my god, you cannot, like, you you cannot foreshadow harder.
1: Satan is, like, such a 90s villain, like, it's fucking... (laughs) I think at some point he even goes, like, so you are the flower troop, huh? Like, it's kind of right. It's, yeah. Oh, fuck.
0: I like how every time you beat a mission it cuts to a different photo of them posing and they go victory pose. Yes. Yeah.
1: It's very strong. I enjoy it. It's a lot. so
0: stupid, <laughs> but I enjoy it every time. <laughs> uh uh
1: I, I'm it's, I'm mad because like I have to wait like other twenty three years to play the second game translated now.
0: Yeah, it's um yeah, like I I feel like I'd be interested in playing the sequel after this. And also like it's manageable. It's short.
1: Yeah, and I, it's not only short, but like the, the like the chapter, like the way it's like divided into
0: chapters, really helps a lot to play through. I feel like yeah, they're each like forty to fifty minutes. Like they're not even an hour. It's it's impressive. Yeah. Also, like that's when
1: the anime presentation really shines when you get like the preview for the next chapter.
0: Yeah. Narrated by, like, a different character each time to boot. It's it's good fun. Yeah,
1: they do it pretty well. I heard, like, people love the second one, so I hope it, it gets translated one day.
0: I was wondering about that because hmm. uh, in October they revealed that uh, they're making, uh, I think it's Bandai is making model kits for the uh, Kobus. Is that the name of yes, them? Yes, the Kobus. Yeah, they're making uh, two model kits for the Kobus. One for Ogami and one for Sakuras. Where would you they're the ex- fucking
1: Kobus? Jesus Christ. But yeah, go
0: on. I, I was looking and they're explicitly stated to be the ones from Sakura Wars 2 and they look the exact same <laughs> as the ones from 1. So I was wondering, why did they? I don't know. So,
1: um. Also, uh, something that... Fuck, what was I going to say? So, well, so the cool thing, like, I won't get much into this, but at the second disc, the the, the intro changes, like, the opening theme. And you oh, get, that's like, good. You get, like, a new opening, because, like, it's weird, because disc two is, like, the sequel to, ta- to, to the first disc, more than, like, just, like, continuing. So, you get, like, a new intro and shit, but, so, do you know what the gimmick with the third game is, Rasen? You, you know how I told you, like, the... Um, Cause like once I finish this game, I decided to spoil myself like the fucker of all the other games. Cause I'm not gonna. You get might to play as well.
0: Them. You're not gonna play them for like a decade. Yes. Yeah, so I'm so. to spoil like all
1: of them. And so you know what like the gimmick with the third game is how like you change like troops. Yeah. So like you 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 finish the first arc and that's six one. This two is another opening and you finish the second one and it's a new opening like for for the second game they play the same opening again and they play a new one for a ter- for like the third one because it's a new troop. So the gimmick for the third disc is that the old troop comes back, so the original opening plays again instead. Oh, that's good! <laughs> it's very strong. It, it, again, it just does such a good job at like being a like an anime in a video game more than like any like Persona game I feel ever did it for me.
0: Yeah, like, it's, it's, because I, I said before, before stopping myself, like, oh, it's very wholesome and that I stop myself, but, like, I don't even know if wholesome is a good word, but, like, it is just, like, trashy junk food. Yes, like, but, like. It's, it's comforting in its own unique way. Yes, yes. And it's yes, very standard.
1: Like, the, the story is nothing special, the characters, like, are nothing special either, but, like, it all, like, comes together so well. That it kinda like makes me happy to think about like the characters and the story.
0: Yeah, like I don't think it's going to be something that stays with me really, but every now and again I'll see something that will remind me of like a dumb, weird like scene and I'll be like, Oh yeah, that was fun. So <laughs> yeah. It's um yeah, I I really hope that um I don't know if it'd be the same team or what have you, but um I hope the other games get translated in some form or another.
1: Yeah, Sega yeah,
0: still. I really do. Hell, I mean, like, even, like... I don't even know if there's a market for it, and I know Sega can be weird about things, but, I mean, y- Yakuza got its due, so who knows, there's especially like if the new Switch one's coming out. the Switch port
1: of the first four games there. Can you please do that?
0: Yeah, like, I mean, like, if Yakuza got its due, I feel like, you know, maybe someone at Sega could be like, hey, like... Because these games get re-released a lot, too, is what I've seen. So, I, I think it'd be neat if we got some official versions of these out yeah. in some form or another. I mean, cool.
1: we are getting the new one, so...
0: Yeah. And they got so rid of the RPG the elements,
1: which I'm happy about.
0: Yeah, it's more of like a action RPG I mean, I played an
1: demo, the action's not great, but I'll take you over the RPG of this game. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Um, do we want to move on to emails? I don't think I got anything else. Yeah, sure thing. Okay, we only have two. Um, I wasn't
1: expecting any to be honest
0: First person did not Leave their name so I'm gonna just uh, Call them anonymous they say hello long time Listener first time emailer Uh, I kinda don't have any idea What Sakura Wars is but it looks interesting From what I've seen and I'd like to try getting into it What's the best place to start for a newbie like me Uh, I say just download this Because I don't think either of us have any Real idea what the fuck So okay
1: so you can Like download This game and running through like methenafen, or is it Bill? It's Bill, yeah. Like get retroark, download the shit from RetroArch and play this one. If not, like Sakura Tyson Five is out on PS two, so you can emulate that one, and it's like its own independent story. Um,
0: maybe the new one that's coming out sometime this year. I don't year. know though, but like yeah, I, yeah, like,
1: you can like, um. I, I guess, I feel like yeah, that's the another entry point as well, like, wait for anyone, or not just, like, watch the anime, I guess, another way to do it.
0: Yeah, well, so, it's weird because also, the only thing I know is, like, there's a bunch of different series, and, like, I think one of them is, like, just the first game, but then the other ones are, like, random, like, sequels that take place between games, I think.
1: Yeah, like, the first anime is, like, the first game, and then, like, there's OBS, it's just, like, the lives of the characters and shit.
0: Those sound. I, I would probably torrent those. Those sound fun if done well. I, 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 I heard like the official movie movie was bad. The anime, okayish
1: for some. Like they, like from what I heard, like the anime doesn't really get the characters. Like Sumire is just mean, and Sakura is kind of emo for some reason. But oh. the OBAs seem to be good. Why would you do that? That, <laughs> early do
0: Oh yeah, mm, yeah. That explains it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh God. Um, um. But I will say,
1: play the first game. It's kind of old, but it has
0: its charms. Yeah, if you're like used to this like '90s bullshit, I think it's a good place to go. Otherwise, it's like I mean, I think the the reason they decided to localize that fifth game, and also are I'm assuming the reason they're localizing this new one too is. I think they know that, like, oh, yeah, you can probably jump into this with little background knowledge and be good. But also, I don't know, I'm also just a firm believer that, like, hey, if you think you can stomach it and there's no reason that's, like, stopping you, like, just start, like, big franchise stuff like this as, like, the earliest you can. I think it'll, I don't know, I just think it's good because it gives you some perspective and also, like, I mean, this kind of blew up for a reason and, you know, it's kind of nice to see how things start out and kind of... Gain that historical perspective of like, oh, this is what this is and why it was important. Here's kind of what it's like or whatever. So, yeah, I'll always encourage people to start with the first thing they possibly can when doing the stuff, you know, I stuff like this. Um, so yeah, thanks for the email. Uh, only other one we got was um from Chris asking, uh, <laughs> this is not related to soccer awards at all, but Fair. you know, we we take those. Uh, what's your Smash Pack Two wish, wish list?
1: okay okay it's kinda related to sakura wars because i want sakura i want sakura to win smash um dante, dante yes dante sora uh and the other two like could be yeah, maybe a new pokemon because fuck it see we want a new fire emblem as well get a new pokemon and wonder red
0: yeah, like, I don't know anymore. So, like, the thing is that fucks me up is that if you would ask me in the sh- in the Smash 4 days, like, oh, do you think Dante could possibly be a DLC character, I would have laughed in your face. I don't know anymore. Yeah, I could possibly like, Everyone in the world is on the table. <laughs> uh, So, yeah, I just, I don't know. Um, I feel like everyone who I'd want to be in a Smash game is already kind of there. Um... Like, I'd like a new Earthbound character of some, like, one that's, like, different from Ness and Lucas. That could be cool. But also, like, that series is dead as fuck. And I don't think that, like, even the Earthbound diehards, I don't know if there's that much push to get another character in. So, yeah, I don't fucking know. I Honestly, I just think, like, anyone that's, like, third party and, like, remotely cool, like, I, I could go for Dante. I'd be fine if Dante's not in, but, like... Anyone third-party and cool and, like, kind of has some history, uh, I, I think is, is a good choice at this yeah, point. Like, Terry is a very inspired choice, and I'm happy they went with them.
1: Yeah, I'm very happy Terry's in, I'm gonna be more happy when Sakura gets in. Fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, um... Like, I can't think of any, like, big gaping holes that I can possibly think of anymore at this point with that series.
1: Yeah, oh, oh, Rasmus, you know something you should do, actually? What? But... Now that you play some Sakura I think you should download the Japanese demo, because I wonder how, because I got this backwards, but the Japanese demo has, like, a fully explorable, like, theater that the one you're in right now, but in 3D. Oh. So I wonder how, like, because <laughs> I got the experience, because well, I played the demo first, so I got to explore the, the theater in 2D, really huh so yeah that's like a nice little like detail
0: that's a weird change but i mean i'm sure they had their reasons um
1: i mean in that in in five you can explore like the new york theater along with some cities from new york with the girls so i guess it's like the natural evolution yeah it's like this weird thing of like we're gonna play the first game miss on all the things that kind of may go through and then get there (laughs) for the last one
0: uh, oh yeah, and then Chris finishes up the email by by saying, "If you're interested, maybe impressions on Byleth. I have no impressions other than I like. I don't mind Byleth as in, I guess, but like, I just find it really weird that they wouldn't have done that closer to Three Houses release. Um, and I feel like I feel like with that lineup, I would have done Byleth first, got it out of the way, and then have all the hype shit backloaded. Yeah,
1: I personally feel that her moveset's kind of boring, and she'll have been Edelgard, lesbian queen who destroyed the church.
0: Yeah, I really wish it was Edelgard, honestly. Um... Just like any of those three would have been better.
1: See, <laughs> like, honestly, Violet should have been Pokemon trainer and switch between the two. <laughs> Go it. my students. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just. I. I still think it's a little weird that like this much fire Emblem is in Smash compared to like other series. <laughs> but I mean, whatever. It's fine. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I got... Those are my only Smash opinions. The thing is, is that, like, deep down, I know that I'll probably play, like, two hours with all these characters whenever they come out and be like, that was fun, and then stop. So, like, the investment just isn't there for me. (laughs) Because, like, it's like, either I'm playing with friends or whatever when people are over, like, I'm playing online with y'all and, like, we we dick around, or I'll play a little bit alone, but, like, I'm not competitive in any way, shape, or form. I barely played this game online with randos. It's, it's just something that I kind of have on hand to enjoy with others when we want to, but it's not ever something that I'm like super invested in. So, yeah. um, That about wraps it up. I don't know. I don't got anything else really here, Antonomi. You want to close out by saying anything? Victory Pose! Victory Pose, yeah. Yeah!
2: know